In a world where the coronavirus has shut down everything in Las Vegas, one teacher stands in an empty classroom and continues to teach, even though no one's there. Welcome to Mr. Robertson's Empty Classroom! All right, we're back with episode two of Mr. Robertson's Empty Classroom. Uh, we are getting a fantastic response to the first episode. I mean, I'm already getting you know endorsement deals, Coca-Cola's on the phone, Pepsi is fighting. It's fantastic. You guys have no idea. But right now, I'm keeping it all my own because I, I want to hold the power, right, because as soon as you start uh, getting into things and letting other people control your destiny, you're just, you know, you're just not yourself anymore. And so I, I don't want to let the power go to my head yet. But I hope you guys uh, took notes on the last one. I hope you guys, um, if you guys have my Tuesday, Thursday classes, then you just already saw the, um, the first uh, assignment associated with the first episode, if you have my Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, you'll get that uh, tomorrow. Today being uh, March 19th, by the way, um, all of you out there in digital land. So today is Thursday, so tomorrow is Friday, which is great because it's Friday, right? Um, so um, make sure you guys check out the form. You guys will be going over the terms I gave you last time, and which is a great segue. You know, we talk about segues uh, and getting the terms for this go around. And so what we're going to be talking about today is don't fall for the fake. Don't fall for the fake. And that, again, might seem super basic, uh, but it happens a lot. It happens a lot. We get caught up in something. Um, and so we're going to go over some of the terms that we'll be using this time. The first one is bot, B-O-T, bot. Also called the chat bot or virtual assistant. This is a piece of software that operates online or on a network to automatically answer questions. Next one is phishing, an attempt to scam you, trick you into sharing lo login information or other personal information online. Phishing usually is done through email ads or sites that look similar to the one you're already using. It's an attempt to scam you or trick you into sharing login information or other information online. Phishing is usually done through email ads or sites that look familiar to one you already use. Spear phishing. Uh, I should spell phishing for you. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. Phishing. P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. So when I say spear phishing, it's S-P-E-A-R-P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. S-P-E-A-R-P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. A phishing scam where the attacker targets you more precisely, uh, precisely by using pieces of your own personal information. A phishing scam where the attacker targets you more precisely by using pieces of your own personal information. Scam. A dishonest attempt to make money or gain something else of value by tricking people. A dishonest attempt to make money or gain something else of value by tricking people. Trustworthy. Able to be relied on and do what is right or what is needed. Able to be relied on to do what is right or what is needed. Authentic. Real, genuine, true, or accurate, not fake or copied. Real, genuine, true, or accurate, not fake or copied. Verifiable, verifiable, something that can be proven or shown to be true or correct. Something that can be proven or shown to be true or correct. Deceptive, false, 
an action or message designed to fool, trick, or mislead someone. False, an action or message designed to fool, trick, or mislead someone. Fraudulent, fraudulent. Tricking someone in order to get something of value from them. Tricking someone in order to get something valuable from them. Firewall, a program that shields your computer from most scams and tricks. Firewall, a program that shields your computer from most scams or tricks. Malicious, malicious. Words or actions intended to be cruel or harmful can also refer to software intended to damage a personal device, account, or personal information. Words or actions intended to be cruel or hurtful can also refer to harmful software intended to damage a person's, a person's device, account, or personal information. Saving catfishing. Online content. Catfishing. Creating a fake identity or account on social networking service to trick people into sharing their personal information or into believing they're talking to a real person behind a legitimate account profile or page. Creating a fake identity or account on social networking service to trick people into sharing their personal information or into believing they're talking to a real person behind a legitimate account profile or page. Clickbait. Clickbait. Milip manipulative online content, posts, or ads designed to capture a person's attention and get them to click on a link or web page, often to grow views or site traffic in order to make money. Manipulative online content, posts, or ads designed to capture people's attention and get them to click a on a link or web page, often to grow views or site traffic in order to make money. Source, someone who tells you something that provides information. Something that tells you something that provides information. Credible. Believable. Someone who is credible uses evidence so they can be confident they're telling the truth. Believable. Someone who is credible uses evidence so you can be confident they're telling the truth. Skeptical. Willing to question claims of truth. Skeptical. Willing to question claims of truth. All right. Looks like there was a bunch more this time. Um, hopefully you guys got all those. Um, some of them are going to be you know, relatively easy ones for you guys, things you already know. Um, but some of them aren't. So the first thing we're going to talk about is fishing. That's the PH one, not, you know, sitting next to a body of water and trying to catch a fish. But when people are trying to get your information online by sending you a false email or whatever. And I mean, and there are some really famous ones out there. The Prince of Nigeria back in like 2009, 2010, 2011 used to send emails to everybody all the time. Because all he needs you to do is give him your bank account information so he can hide his money with you because people in Nigeria are trying to attack him. Well, now everyone pretty much knows that if you get an email from the prince of Nigeria that you're not giving him your bank information. But it did actually get people at the time when this was, you know, new. Now things are a little more, I don't know, sneaky. People get better at things, right, because there's more practice out there. And so... For instance, you're using Google, you send an email about workout information, and then you're seeing ads about, you know, sign up for this online service that will help you get ripped in nine days. And then you realize somehow you've already given out your email and you're given out your phone number and you've tried to sign up for this thing and it's, it's just gone wrong. And so those are examples of phishing and spear phishing. 
And it's just, you need to be careful. You need to be on the lookout for emails and texts and posts that are geared towards getting you to give someone your information. And basically what it comes down to is if something wants your email, it's probably going to send you emails. <laughs> so if you don't want emails from that source, don't give it to them, right? When you sign up for something, if it wants your email, it's because it's going to use it, right? So unless you intend to get emails from this thing every day, don't give out your email to anything. It doesn't need it, I promise, right? So if you do get fooled at some point, um, please make sure that you guys contact IT, right? If you open an email that you know downloads a virus because you thought it was from someone you knew, make sure you immediately send an email to Chris Smith so we can get this handled because we do not want a bunch of random uh, viruses on our laptops. But And it can happen. It can happen really innocently. You get an email, instead of from being you know, Mr. Robertson, it's from Mr. Robertson, and there's a K in there that you didn't notice, and then all of a sudden you have this virus on your computer. So be really careful every time you open an email, if, especially an attachment in an email, make sure you trust the source, right? Make sure it's a trusted source, a credible source, as we just talked about, right? You also control who you talk to online. Now we're going to have a really, you know, honest moment here. If you're a guy, right, and you're getting all kinds of uh, random uh, bots that are, you know, trying to get you to go sign up on a website to talk to them, that's probably not true, right? Now, if you're a girl online and guys are hitting you up randomly, that might be a real person. They still might not be who you want to talk to, but you know they might not be a scam. They might just be a creep. So make sure you know the difference between a scam and a creep uh, when it comes down to it. Most, more often than not, uh, girls that are really into guys they don't know are scams. Guys that are really into girls they don't know are creeps, right? So always be checking these things. Always check who you're talking to. Because you don't have to respond just because someone sends you a message. That's not, that's not required of you, right? And so more than anything, critical thinking, critical thinking is going to be the biggest way to protect yourself from um, falling for a fake. And that's anything. That's not just online. That's information that anybody wants to give you, right? Whether we're talking about uh, religion or economics or politics, always look at the source, Right? Remember that everybody has an agenda. Everybody is telling you something because they want to get something across to you. Right now, I have an agenda. I want you, I want you to be the most responsible you can online. So I'm telling you things in such a way that I want you to be maybe a little bit uh, wary of things that you see online. But if you're sitting in a church congregation and that's the only place you ever hear about God, then that's not gonna be probably the best because you should always have more than one source. You should always have more than one place that you're checking information, right? If all you get your news outlet is from one TV station, then it's gonna be slanted one way or the other. If all you do is ever check you know, one uh, online paper for your news, then it's gonna be slanted one way. And so always make sure that you're using your critical thinking, you're checking your sources, you're making sure that you're getting things from different points of view because something might be great for one thing but that doesn't mean it's great for others right so we should always question our sources right if you're asking mr robertson something about gv christian basketball he's a good source he has been around it for a couple of years now now if you start asking mr robertson uh, uh, about you know high school soccer 
Mr. Robertson doesn't know anything about high school soccer. And so I'm a good source when it comes to high school basketball and basketball that relates to GV Christian. But you want to start talking to me about, you know, a sport that I know nothing about? It's not my thing. So I wouldn't be a good source for that. So always look at your sources. Always figure out what are they good for? What are they um, going to be helpful for, right? And so you, you look at all these things that are happening in Nevada right now, and we need Nevada news. And you look at something like the Nevada Inquirer, it's a very small publication, but it's a pretty trusted source when you're talking about Nevada news. It's going to be a great place to look up news on Nevada. Now, it's not going to be the only thing, but it, it could be one place that you're looking for stuff. Now, if you want uh, you know, information about what's happening in, in California, the Nevada Inquirer is not going to be a very good source. Why? Because it's not the California Inquirer. It's the Nevada Inquirer. So more than anything, critical thinking, looking at your sources, asking questions, this is what's going to help you not fall for the fake. Now, if we're talking about online people who are trying to get you to sign up for something that you don't want to be a part of, that's one thing. Or if it's someone trying to get you to believe something, whether, again, we're talking about politics or religion or education, Make sure you're always questioning the source. If you walk away with nothing else from this podcast, question your sources, question your sources, question your sources. Think for yourself. Never just blindly believe anything anyone says. Okay? It goes beyond being online. It goes beyond Instagram. It goes beyond Facebook. Make sure that you're always checking your sources. Make sure you're always asking yourself, what is this person trying to tell me and why are they trying to tell me it? Right? So, you know, when you post that picture of you and your family at Disneyland and some, you know, random, uh, you know, girl posts, hey, you're a cutie, you can bet that that's probably not a real post. That is a bot phishing uh, for you to go sign up for some website that you don't want to be a part of. Uh, so just be critical. Um, but, you know. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy being online. It, it's, it's not a scary place. It's a fantastic place, especially where right now as we're all stuck indoors. The Internet's going to drive us crazy or stop us from being crazy, one of the two. Okay? Well, again, guys, if you walk away with nothing else today, please think critically, think for yourself, question your sources. Love y'all. Have a good day.